I'm all right. Nice to see you both. <laughs> That's great. Um, I, I won't keep you long tonight, but because uh, I've got another got another interview immediately afterwards now. But um, I wanted to to chat with you because I really like I really like the album so much, um, and I presume you two must be delighted with it. Yeah, we're really happy about it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's got. Uh... It's gotten great feedback from all around the world, so that feels fantastic. That's great. I mean, did, did you did you expect that kind of? Because it because it, it's like it's got a real buzz about it, the album. You know, uh, I'm getting stuff in my inbox daily about the album. So, did you expect it to people to really grab hold of it in the way they have? No, I don't think so. No, we did our thing. Uh, yeah, exactly, and and it has uh, sold really good actually here in Sweden, uh, especially the the vinyl uh, edition uh, has gone very good. So it has well, climbed some charts. Uh, so yeah, it feels feels fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a really good. Fe- I mean, it's a really feel good album. I mean, I mean, the title itself, you know, Rock and Roll Glitter Suit is, you know, once you see a title like that. You know exactly what to expect. <laughs> yeah, we we also think so. It's it's a uh, yeah, it's it's a catchy, catchy name. You re, you remember it. Yeah, you really do. And you know, it's it's it has great. Um, it's got great kind of party rock to it. But there's more to it than that. It, there's there's got it's it's what 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 you kind of expect is that it, I, I'm going to have some platform boots. Um, sort of hammering all over this and it's not like that it doesn't do that it kind of worms its way into your affections do you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah well uh, and that was something that we really wanted to do with this album uh, to show uh, every side of Velvet Insane and to be honest to ourselves and yeah, yeah. do what play the music that we love to play and uh, and I think the album got, like you said, it's got a lot of 70s glam rock over it, but it, it also got like 60s pop music, uh, mm-hmm. like Beatles and uh, Nick Drake and from... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I agree with that for that. Well, yeah, it, and it's interesting you say about about Nick Drake because it does have some kind of folk feeling to it as well. There's a softer feeling to it, and that's quite that kind of that kind of it sort of bonds itself to you. And I wouldn't expect that generally, which really adds depth to the album. Well, that sounds great. Yeah, happy to hear that. That's good. But you know, these are quite sort of these are quite disparate. These are. Uh, are really quite wide references, you know. When you're saying, okay, there's 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 uh, glam in there, yeah, I understand that, and there's the Beatles in there, I understand that's not a really big leap. But Nick Drake is a massive leap from you know from glam. So you know, how do you come together with all your influences? Well, we have played the music that we <laughs> love to play, and. Um... I think we we have always listened to that kind of music, so it's it's kind of a natural part in in the in, in our music yeah. and, and the art. So, 
So, I mean, when you're writing music and, and, you know, a song comes out, is it just that that's the way it happens? Or do you think, no, that's just, we shouldn't, we shouldn't have that at the moment. That's different to what we'd expect. Or how does it go when you write? We, we, uh, I think both, uh, mostly we, we write on like two acoustic guitars uh-huh. and uh, we are just humming the, uh, the melody, yeah, the melody. <laughs> and we, and we try some stuff and, uh, some stuff stays there and, uh, some we throw in the garbage <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but we, I don't know really. We, uh, I think both. Uh, yeah, we, we, we both, uh, at, at, especially at this album, we, we found we found like uh, 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 what do you say? Uh, uh, it, it all follows the, the songs follow each other mm. in a good way. And um, before we haven't found like exactly what we are, uh, uh, what we are playing, but. I think we have found that now with this glam thing. Yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. It does sound like it's like it's you know a real journey on the album. But you know, does that come through just look, or does that come through working together and and sort of your writing changing and getting getting different and better? Yeah, I think uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, writing together, and we have. Toured a lot since the first album, mm-hmm. um, and we we just sat down. We had the time because we because of the yeah, pandemic, yeah, exactly. uh, COVID nineteen pandemic. Uh, we lost some tours. We should have toured in yeah. Spain and America. And yeah, exactly. And the, those tours got cancelled, and we had time to be honest with ourselves and. And uh, yeah, the reason why we are playing in this band is that, that we we started the band because we wanted to play in a glam rock band. Oh. Yeah, because exactly. We, we showed yeah. like Belgian Stain, and we picked that name and we had stayed with that name because of the, because we wanted to play in this glam rock. Yeah, it's like, it sounds like a glam rock band from this from 1972 yeah exactly so we have like uh, found our way um, to, to now if you're, you know what you want yeah. to say <laughs> yeah I mean it's interesting that you know as you say you got together because you love the glam but the, the, the band has become something else you know as, as your music's developed it's become a, a different kind of music which which I love the development of it that's fantastic yeah, yeah, very, thanks, man. yeah well also interesting to hear you talk about the pandemic because you know spoken to so many bands who obviously haven't been able to get on the road and some who said um well we're just taking it easy and we're not doing much and some who said no I, we're going to take the opportunity as you two did to say well we'll write and get more opportunity to do that and um it gives us more opportunity to hone the songs but you know a lot of people have been a bit wary about putting out albums during the pandemic which you have towards the end of the pandemic were you worried about how that would affect your sales no i don't think so we just we just did this album and because we wanted to, to do it for ourselves and what other people think and it's 
fun when it uh, when they uh, really seem to like it. Yeah, exactly. But it isn't that important, I think. Well, no, exactly. It's, uh, and we also we have uh, got some got some shows coming up uh, actually. So, and well, well, that's good for us, of course, just to just to mark marketing the the album uh, at the show. So, well, yeah, both uh, good and bad, of course. No, absolutely, and I mean, you know, p- people will want. The kind of because people stuck at home and that have been um, the people I speak to about when they put albums out in the pandemic say that actually it's gone really well for them because people want to listen to stuff and want new albums so you know um, it, it's really helped with sales yeah I think so too especially we released our album uh, like in the summertime mm-hmm. it's the worst uh, time to release an album because of the festival yes so we couldn't do that <laughs> another year than this one <laughs> during the pandemic so well, i think it's pretty special and well i mean the album has had a massive splash you know even though you've not been able to tour on it so that must feel even better for you yeah of course yeah it's more than than we could hope for. No, yeah, I mean, and, and and your videos as well, and the way that you that you and, and the the kind of look of the band and the sound of the of the name and all of that is really important too, which I'm really interested in. So the videos, you know, um, have a kind of, I mean, a sort of glam and flamboyant feel to them, you know, and the and, and the name has that as well. So that must be really important in bringing fans in as well. Yeah. Um, we have done the videos by ourselves together with a, a local guy called Jonathan Nystrom. He's a good friend of ours. Uh, he's, he's a real talent. Yeah, yeah, of course. And we have worked closely with both, actually. Um, all the videos. Yeah, all the videos that we have done before as well. Um, and so he, he knows our music and he always gets to listen to to the song first yeah exactly everyone, I think yeah so we can uh, like um, see, you can get the picture yeah and, exactly so yeah he knows uh, our music and knows the band and uh, knows yeah every, yeah exactly and, and yeah. The, the, the as you were saying the, the, the image or the clothes is a part of we want to go all in uh, with this seventh uh, glam, so uh, we're just uh, doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've I've podcasted about about the videos from the from the album, and I've obviously reviewed the album as well. And the videos are, you know, are fun to watch and add, really add something, which a lot of bands seem in the past to have forgotten. And now we've got YouTube and the pandemic and all of that. Then you know they've had to remember that again. So it's really good to see. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, we're really happy to hear that because we're working pretty hard mm-hmm. on the videos. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, uh, so when you started, and you were and you were thinking, that, you know, you'd like this to be an early seventies glam bands, a glam band. Which glam bands were really brought you in to music? What was your influ- What were your influences as far as as far as glam? Uh, well, for we have some. 
for for me it's mostly maybe not a glam band but yeah. Elton John mm. is, is, a, is a role model in he's, that way he's I glam he's, he's glam I think I think yeah. he's glamorous yeah yeah it's, it's glamorous exactly uh, played direct yeah uh, kids yes not the hopeful and uh, other bands we have yeah. to Ben Morrison yeah yeah yeah, we listen to a lot of the same music, basically, and we've got the same taste in music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those bands really chime with me. Particularly, people tend to forget Mott the Hoople, and you know they're such a an important band who who transcend glam. They do more than that. It's uh, they're a real. I mean, they're a real songwriter band. I really, I, I love their work so much. Yeah, you can hear a lot of. A lot of Master Hopeful in this album, I think. Can. Both with the cat uh, and the horn section, section, and uh, yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of. Yeah, really nice to hear some good piano in there and keyboards because that's what people forget. You know, they forget that that. And, and what people say is when you, when you get the keyboards in there, people say, "Oh well, you know, it's a, it's a bit kind of barrel house and a bit and a bit faces," and that's not the case at all. You know, as you say, Mother Hoople on a real a real um, piano spine to their songs and it's good to hear that here as well <laughs> cool we will we will uh, say that to to Ulle our piano player <laughs> that's good that's excellent so uh, as, as you made I mean you made the, the, the album in the pandemic how was that because I, I spoke to so many people who say well we had to go into the studio in hazmat suits somebody said to me you know because it was right at the basis of the pandemic and other people said no nah, it was very easy we just sent files to each other how did it work for you doing the producing of this um, we recorded it as a band in, uh, in a studio in Sundsvall in the northern part of uh, Sweden yeah exactly um, a studio called Never Studios um, yeah, so we we were there in a week uh, recording all mostly all of the the, the stuff, and uh, I think it went very good. We are alive, uh, of course, we're a, a live band. Yeah, so it's important to record uh, all all together. Yeah, and then Dragon and Nick Anderson from the helicopters recorded their part like a month later yeah uh, Nicky was in his own studio and we met up with Dragon and recorded him at Martin Sweet the studio Martin Sweet from the Swedish band Crash Diet yeah um, and that was a blast as well so yeah. we Dragon and back to Liberace I mean it's great to have those two on the album you know I remember Dragon's um, last solo album which was just stunningly good and you know it's it's really good that they're that they're hooking up with you it must it must have it must have felt great to have them on board yeah yeah they're great guys and we <laughs> really like yeah they do exactly so it was a, it was a, you can't believe it that's the two guys like me and Jasper have dragged the camera on a song but as a, as a band, you know, you're you're becoming more and more popular. Does it feel like you're like you're moving somewhere? Does it feel like you're getting somewhere? Yeah, well, I think so. Uh, 
what got uh, uh, this album. So uh, it's a feeling that we're moving yeah. uh, moving toward course, and uh, we are doing a lot of different stuff with this, with this band. And uh, we got a project called Save the Noise, a charity project, and we are also doing um, a Kiss uh, project together with Greg and then Ryan Robinson from Alice Cooper and. And Bruce Cooley and a few others. Right. Who are, who are, um, so we're doing a lot of different musical uh, projects uh, with this band. Um, and with that, uh, yeah, yeah well, exactly. It feels like it's a new level. Uh, if you go to before the, the other stuff that we made, yeah. we are always climbing up the hill. Yeah, excellent. And you're, and you're. I mean, the great thing, the interesting thing is that you're using the basis of the band to do other stuff, which is not, you know, usually when you speak to people, they say this is the band. We record the album, it comes out. We do, we tour, we do another one. But you're not looking at it that way. So you're using the band as the launch pad, and then you're doing lots of other things, which is great. Yeah, we think so too. Yeah. Um... Because uh, the band, it helps the band yeah. to, to move further and uh, to be bigger as well. So, I, I mean, I love to hear people doing different things, you know, in the business because so many people are straight jacketed by the business and feel they can't do anything else. So when people say, "I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look at it a different way," I'm really interested by the way that works. And it's sort of a diversifying your band brand, if you like, which is really interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, glad to hear that. It, uh, it, it suits us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm particularly interested in the KISS project. How, how far have you got with that? Or is it just uh, just on the sort of launch pad at the moment? Yeah, we are recording the song right now. Uh, we are recording two... Uh, Eric Carr song. Great. Uh, it's a, a tribute project to him. And it's 30 years since he passed away mm-hmm. this year. So we're working pretty close to his sister Loretta. Um, and we are doing this. So hopefully we will release the first single in, in like a month or so. That's great. Uh, and then it will be released an EP with four songs, uh, two Eric Carr songs and two Kiss-related songs. Great. Uh, in the end of the year, hopefully. Oh, that's great! That just keeps things going. And and are you are you do you have any um, gigs on the horizon? Because some things are opening up, and some and some people haven't got anything. Have you got anything penciled in at all? Yeah, actually we are on tour right now. Um, <laughs> we are doing some small unplugged shows at some record store. Right. Yeah, we are meeting up fans and uh, sell our new album and play some unplugged shows. Yeah. So we have done two shows so far in Stockholm and Linköping. Yeah. And we are going in the north of Sweden tomorrow to a town called Umeå and uh, Sundsvall. Yeah, and then we have some more shows. Uh, yeah, like a full set. Yeah, uh, further in in the, the further in, in this year. Uh, so yeah, we have some some shows coming up. Yeah, uh, I think we got at least 
like one or two shows uh, each week, I think. Yeah, exactly. And it's small and yeah, winter, so it looks uh, pretty good. Excellent. And will that continue into the next year and you'll be doing your full tour to, to, to support the album? Yeah, yeah. hopefully. Uh, let's see how uh, the COVID-19 yeah. is sure. exactly turning, turning up. It will be a very fun coming to England. What was that, sorry? Uh, it would be very fun to come to England. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I- We'd love to see you. Do you have any plans at all? Yeah, we always have plans to go to England. <laughs> Actually, uh, the last tour we did um, before the pandemic yeah. was in UK together with Joanna War. Yes. And a uh, band called Hexam. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Good band. We did how many shows? I think it was uh, seven or eight shows. Yeah. Around right. in the UK. Yeah. Yeah, in February last year. Well, we, I mean, you know, we, we'd love, to, we, we'd love to see you here. It's, it's, it would be great, and uh, hopefully that will happen for you because I think the album is reaching a lot of people. So you know, hopefully it will really make it will really make a difference for you. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a great album, and thank you for taking the time to talk to me. I'm going to put this on on my podcast podcast tomorrow. I'll let you know it's on. Um, but it is great to speak to you, and it's a, it is a great piece of work. It's and 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 not what you'd expect in a really good way. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's really nice talking to you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for your time. No problem. Thank you very much, and have a lovely evening. Thanks. You too, man. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.